It rained literally and figuratively last weekend. The boys brought some signs to the table last week and it paid off in Trump. So I didn't think it was possible, but Brownie is holding himself in even higher regard this week after tipping eight of the nine total match points. This weekend, we've got more winners. Brownie shares his latest fitness regime and we dissect Abby Gilmore's latest blog post. That and much, much more on Brownie, Brian and Hummer. Welcome back to Brownie, Brian and Hummer, brought to you by Sportsbet. Now, 24 up promo. If your side gets up by 24 points, we will pay you out then and there. It doesn't matter if they go on to lose. It's happened a couple of times already. I think we're in the hole about 900 grand. It's taken some time to have finally hit our marks. You boys, we said at the top, bought some science to our tips last week. But boys, did you ever award the punters? Tipping winners for fun. Brownie, out of between us, eight we had out of the nine games, we had eight selections at the total match points. Now this wasn't Brian going under, you going over. We just had one in eight. Eight of the nine got up. Brian hit th- uh, three same game multis, and you made it absolutely rain. Finally. Well, Hammer, it's very good to be here again, and I, I go with this method, whether it's AFL, whether it's racing or anything, if you can bet and win at around 30%, you're going pretty well. You're that's, going pretty well. That's better than – well, if you think of a normal investment, Brian, what do you get at a bank if you stick – if you stick a few hundred bucks into the bank, you're getting, what, 3%, 4%? Oh, I've got no idea because I've actually got no money in the bank. So <laughs> it, uh, I don't know what the return is. Um, yeah, I think it would be around that same – that I know your long-term investments, if you're putting a mill in the bank, I think you're only getting, yeah, 3 or so percent. So what's that, 30%? 30%. Well, you guys were going about 80%. <laughs> Who's time. putting a mill in the bank? Well, that's, you could have asked that's the not me. <laughs> well, I should have done that yeah. when I went to the dog. I said, can yeah. you just put this million dollars in the bank and just let it just roll into interest rather than me where'd, just where'd it go completely – I bought a block of land up in Laguna. I don't think Laguna even exists. I think it was one of those like, um, you know, when you get one of those emails and they yeah. go, you've, you've won all this land, you just need to uh, ah. give me this money. I think that land, block of land that Richmond sold me through Clinton Casey, unbelievable president at the time, I don't think it exists. I, I, I think I, I never went there, so I never saw it, but I don't know whether it exists or not. They got the old Ponzi scheme down at the ticks. But what happened? Have you sold it since or you just let it go? No, it's, it's just still sitting there. I, I bought it for a certain amount and I reckon it's worth about one twentieth of that at the moment. <laughs> so there's nothing happening there. There was meant to be an airport going in. So it's Ooh. a buyer beware, isn't it? You need to do your own research. You need to obviously go and see the property. I didn't do any of that being a young mid-twenties uh, cashed up bogan tycoon at that point <laughs> and uh, yeah, I paid the price for it. There you go. So you're getting punting tips and financial advice. And no then I, I had a girlfriend for seven years while I played and then we, it was an opportune time for us to split up. And oh, um, what she so she's cleaned you out. It was it was an, it was a poor end to my AFL career. Uh, that block of land and me breaking <laughs> up with that lovely young lady. Oh, you still speak to her? No, have Catch not up. spoken to her okay. so. since what, uh, what, since mediation. Well, you've moved on to bigger and better things. Has do you know if she has? Uh, I think she's married. Yeah, she, uh, she's a nice girl. I tell um, you what, we're just we're just starting to broach into Abby Gilmore's territory. Oh, let's stay well, that's, that. I, haven't, that's I, I haven't listened to her podcast yet. It's still on my to do list. <laughs> that's her yeah. area. Let's stay away now, Brandy. You you're in some athletic attire today. You're not in your yeah. usual kitty. Normally, he's a very really? sharply dressed yeah. man. Yeah. What have what have you been doing? to him as well. <laughs> just doing a bit of boxing this morning. Bit of boxing. Just throwing wow. some weight around. 
Do you who are you, and who are you boxing with like and big, why? Actually, like why? What's made you go boxing? Because I wouldn't have thought you fitness, were boxing. Hammer fitness. Surely it would have been a, an old teammate or something like that. Maybe there, someone bigger so you can just practice your little bit of dancing moves. You were quick on your toes. There is no fitness like boxing. Let's nah, and there's I'll no hurt like boxing. You can go and run around the town. You can run, um, play footy, get up, get knocked down. But there's no hurt like you get from boxing for a, like a forty-five minute session. So what are you doing? Are you just on the? Are you on? Are you just do, is a little it bit of pad work. A little bit of pad work, um, some ready? medicine ball stuff, a lot of uh, lunges. Uh, what I sounds you like boxer size. What, 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 sort of, what sort of weight are we looking at these yeah. medicine balls? Uh, the medicine ball was an eight kilo medicine ball. Oh, okay. A hefty so one. Yeah. Crack, Above your head, slam yeah. it down on the uh, on the ground. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where about, is this at Leo Barry's boxing gym? Uh, no, the boxing coach was from Leo Barry's. We did it down at Elwood Park. Uh, I see, uh, it was like a PT session. Who with? Yes, uh, James Brayshaw. Oh, it's another big heavyweight. <laughs> Jeez, who's the poor wow. bloke that's got to hold the pads while you works about hitting him? Two of the heavyweights of the <laughs> AFL media landscape, me and Brayshaw. Um, got some linguini arms between us. <laughs> did a little bit of sparring as well, put the, yeah. put the head work on. Who, did a bit who of sparring. better there? Uh, I, I, I've, I've got him covered. Yeah, I would have mm. thought so. Mm-hmm. Did you ever throw him back in your heyday? There's uh, that, there's the, I know there's the footage uh, of you in that. In that mel- who was the melee against? Uh, was the uh, it was Bulldogs around. playing Richmond. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, the Bulldog, yeah. I, I had a beeline oh, for oh. Maddie Knights. Then you ran. Yeah, <laughs> just, you just just skirts around the just, back, <laughs> just looking after Libba, looking after Das, all these tough guys that can't fight. To be honest, <laughs> well, remember the boxing session back in the old Bulldogs days when we didn't have the new facilities. We had a boxing session with Timmy Smith, and uh, we wanted to do the uh, the sparring with each other, and it's just light stuff, little jabs. But by the end of the session, every on. single player had claret coming out of their body at some at some position. If it was oh. eye cut, nose bleeding, yeah. mouth, cut, blood you coming out. You ask two AFL players just to go easy. It doesn't happen. And I still remember was Peter Street was up against Chris Grant. and Because Peter Street had the long arms. Yeah, he didn't do much footy-wise, but, geez, he could box because <laughs> he had the long arms. And I still remember him just putting one on Chris Grant's chin and he's gone through the ropes out of the ring. Chris Got Grant. It. Did you have lids on? Were you wearing helmets? No, nah, no helmets. It was just yeah. free-for-all. And that's where Luke Darcy got stitched me up because you meant to put the 16-ounce the gloves on, the big, mm. big, massive ones. But for the first round, he decided to go the UFC-style gloves <laughs> until I realised <laughs> that the claret starts coming out of my face that the, uh, the boxing coach has actually just called it off and said, Darcy, can you actually put on the proper gloves? Oh. So what do you think I did? I saw red. Yep. No gloves. Times have changed, though. Uh, a young kid was getting late to the Richmond training, and Tyrone Vickery's old man was the boxing coach. Ooh. He's a oh, he's a, a angry yeah. man, yeah, uh, very very tough. So why didn't, you go, John to, why didn't you go see him instead of uh, Jake King? So I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> Would have been a better option, but anyway. Uh, so he said uh, to this young kid, "You got to get in the boxing ring, Richo. You're in that corner. Trent Noble, who was the ruckman, you're in the other corner. Greg Stafford, who was the other ruckman, and Big Ray Hall, Big Babbitt, what? Big Ray Hall. How do they have a four way fight? So four of them in the rumble. <laughs> <laughs> the young kid stood in the middle and he goes, okay, you've got a minute with each of these guys in the corner. So he went to the first corner. He's going to uh, fight Greg Stafford for a minute and he wasn't allowed to throw any punches, this young kid. All he had to do was cover up. Imagine, imagine getting that floated these days with uh, the oh. way that the young kids are. Hey, speaking of throwing him, old Bryzer on the uh, end of the table was reported this week. Reported for what? Oh, I thought we were going to talk about this. Uh, how about that? Tax oh. evasion? <laughs> Money to avoid tax evasion. <laughs> Fraud? No, no. There was a little incident in the local footy game. We won by seventy odd points, mm. and I got reported for um, attempt. Oh, for they say for kneeing, but it was found not guilty. Got off so though. I got off. Yeah. So you can take the the two weeks. The umpire gives you the suspension straight away. I said, hey, hang on. 
this did not happen. I'm not taking two weeks for nothing, mate. So we uh, we went to the tribunal. Got uh, good old Ian Finlay that used to uh, do a little little bit of work for all the players back in the AFL early days for my 2002, 2003 seasons. Got me off. Got you off. Which I didn't really didn't have to work too hard because it wasn't there. It was pure accident. So you're free to play this week. Free to play Anzac Day weekend. Always first home game. How you get to be a player's advocate of a, at a tribunal? How yeah. would you get that job? You know what it is? It's called cash. Mm. What did you have to sling him? Did, was, no, this a, no. the, was this a bit of Bunsen for him to go local footy? Uh, is the ATO listening? No. Well, no, you I'm still got to pay not. for some people's services, don't yeah. you? So a little um, bit of cash. Well. Obviously a big weekend of local footy, but even a bigger of AFL. Sydney Adelaide is the game of the round, I would have thought, kicking off. It's a long, long round of footy Friday all the way through to Wednesday. Sydney versus Adelaide, Friday night at the G. Sydney, $1.40. Adelaide, we haven't taken a lot of cash, $2.95. It is a very good game, but Adelaide, a lot of injuries at the moment. Uh, Form concerns, small ground. Sydney are going okay without being outstanding. They're $1.40. The line is 17 and a half. I'm going to have to take the line for Sydney here, I think. Um, I can't see Adelaide beating them and therefore the line 17 up. I think they'll beat them by more than three goals. Um, and it's meant to be a little bit rainy up in Sydney, although it's going to be warm. Uh, total points under 173 and a half. Ooh, yeah, I looked at that market too. I, I, we're going to see if we're on the same uh, same map for the weather here because I looked at Sydney and it says Friday night 24 degrees and it looks nice. So I don't know what to uh, do. Right. And the science was the reason behind the success yeah, of last yeah, week. Yeah, so, so I. Um, I had Sydney to win. I'd, with the Crows, you've, they've had some injuries. Dave McKay's not playing. Rory Sloan's under an injury cloud as well. This, they're hitting a real rough patch at the moment. So for me, I'm happy with the Sydney for the win at $1.40. I'm going for the overs. I reckon with these two these two teams at home, Swans score well. You know the Crows as well. They they won't have two bad games in a row where they don't put any score on the board. So the over 173.5 at $1.90, I don't mind. I'm just throwing in a little bit of value here. It's a little bit out there, but I know the Crows, they score fast. So for me, I'll look at the market for the where the goal is kicked. The first goal for the game is between the minute and one second to the oh, two-minute mark. I know, it's, I know it's tough. This is what you start. You started off yes, your very yes. first day on this podcast. But what with I want this. is I want Friday night. I want to start off on a, on a good note. If I can hit this, put that in there, you get $9.50 for you that. You can sell. I don't mind, I don't mind that because I look at the last weekend – with the uh, Crows losing, really hurt me in my multi, but I actually changed that and put West yeah. Coast into it, and I was still able to get 642. Listen here, Peanut. You go to the BOM site, yeah, Sydney tomorrow, which is Friday. Sydney rain forecast, three to eight millimetres possible rainfall. There's a 70% chance of any rain. Well, I've got the uh, the weather app, which is free on your iPhone. Yeah. And if you look at that, which it says is sunny, 24 degrees on Friday. Which is done in America. Yeah, you can't trust. one. If there's one lesson that we can ever learn, teach our listeners, don't go near the the iPhone, iPhone app. app. Oh, it's the a joke. Well, and I've learned it's a joke because it's done in America. I've learned when Hummer, you drink from a drink bottle, you put it in your mouth, oh, no, not all over all yourself. All right. Um, St Kilda, well, I've just been on Jane Bunn's Instagram page trying to find Did you same. see the button? Did you, did you <laughs> check her out during the week? I, could, I couldn't find what I was uh, Did you check her out the for. week? Did you see um, the buttons? The buttons. Yeah. I wasn't looking at the at her hands when I was watching it. Anyway, St Kilda Giants, oh, oh, Etihad Stadium, rude. Saturday. Looking I was at looking the, at the I was looking at I was looking at the forecast, Nathan. Oh. St Kilda versus the Giants. We'll just touch on this one pretty quickly. St Kilda, $3.80. Uh, what, we got the odds here, actually. Three eighty one twenty seven. The line here is twenty four and a half. Um, I think both these sides 
a high scoring. I know St Kilda haven't been high scoring, but they've got the uh, propensity to score well. GWS score well. So I'm going to stay out of the head-to-head because I'm not sure. I think it's a game where I think St Kilda could bounce back and do something. Over 180 points is the line. So I'm going to go total points over the last two times they've played at Ehad Stadium. They've been over that line. So for me, total points over 180 for this game. Nice. Yeah. You would have thought Saints would have bounced back a couple of weeks ago after that poor game they had mm. against North Melbourne. And they've put in two performances now, which has been below par against the Crows and then on the weekend as well against Geelong where they've been pumped. So yeah, I've just got no faith in them. So very similar. There's not. I'm not going to get fancy with this game. The line, you look at GWS uh, minus 24.5. You're paying $1.92 for that. Do you take that? Or do you go GWS leading at every change at $1.80? I'll probably go the line. I'm just happy with that. If I can nearly double my money there in the game where I've got no confidence in the Saints. There's no real pattern at the moment. They've been crap, but I think they're not playing to their ability at the moment. So eventually they will. So that's why I'm just waiting for that to happen. I like the overs in that that game as well, Brandy. Now, Carlton West Coast... It's going to be a, a shit. A, it's going to be a shit game. Let's be honest. At the G, but there's some good mega bets on this one, Brandy. There is um, Carlton, not without a chance in this one. I think they'll really? bounce back. Yeah, I, I don't think they'll win, but I think it'll be closer than what people think. West Coast are going okay, but they've got a few injury concerns. They don't play well at the MCG. West Coast. No. Um, don't ask Adam Simpson that in an interview. He goes off his tree, but uh, they don't play well. Now, a couple of mega bets around this game. Carlton were beaten by Ben Brown last week, so total points Carlton. Total points, Ben Brown. Ben Brown beat them. So I've asked our head of trading, Cam Dean, come up with a couple of mega bets. I said I'd like to see Josh Kennedy scores more total points than Carlton. So that's goals and behinds combined. Ooh. $16. So if JJ has a day out and he beats Carlton, $16. That happened this week, didn't uh, Last round, didn't it? That's what I just said. Oh, sorry. Yep. <laughs> and then <laughs> Josh Kennedy to kick five goals in any quarter. Whoa. So it could be the first, Whoa. second, third, or fourth to kick five goals in a quarter. It's paying $67. Oh, that's worth We opened it at $101. Um, and it has been crunched into 67 It must be said that Josh Kennedy, for the current players, has kicked more five-goal bags in a quarter than any other player playing. Wow. Well, and he is playing on a defender who is winning the reverse Coleman at the middle at the moment. Low on confidence, Liam. Liam Jones. He's had a fantastic Gee. year last year, but he has just been pox. This was always going to happen, Liam Jones. I feel I sorry for him a bit. I reckon they've been he's been decimated by players up the field, not being able to man up. And you watch their game, three players will push up and then two players won't do it and they'll be overlapped. Liam Jones goes to push up as in a, a defensive yeah. press and it leaves his man vacant. Somebody else Welcome. doesn't do it who's meant to do it in front of him. And you see how many times if you watch the replay, he's look, he's making wrong decisions, but it's certainly not all his fault. Yeah, it's, it, in those decisions, he either goes 100% or he goes 0%. And mm. at the moment, he's just got no balance in do I just hold, do I not, do I try to delay him as much Did as possible. Did you like him when you played with him? Um, I thought he had – Every attribute to be a good AFL player attribute. Yeah, I said geez. that. Oh, you looked at me like, oh, I want to give it to Brian right now. I'm I was just, just letting you that. go. <laughs> he, powerful, left foot, right foot, just had no tank, no fitness whatsoever. And when you stick those guys as a forward down in defence and make them chase an opponent, because he's got good hands, he can mark a ball, let him play his game. But I think he's just getting a little bit fanned out at the moment now in amongst space. And any defender has trouble with that as well. If you've got space and you've got the ball coming in with no pressure, you're in a lot of strife. No, I mean as a bloke. 
I didn't spend much time with him. No. <laughs> <laughs> Just not on your radar. I clearly uh... didn't like him. <laughs> I don't really like anyone, to be honest with you. Hey, uh, Brandon, your punters club. Yep. That's getting closer, isn't it? How far we away have, are we We've had 19 people sign up so far. Ooh, and we haven't even... We haven't, it's been no push at No, all. it hasn't been any push because we... As of next week, we'll probably start to push it a bit more on SEN and the footy shows as well. So 19 people have just found it on site. Um, it's a hard one to find. It's tucked away. But Punters Club every week. So it's $10 to enter and we will take the best bet of the week, uh, I will broadcast that on our various channels. So myself and Cam Dean, who is the head trade of AFL, will get together. So last week, the bet, if we had to kick that off, would have been Collingwood at the line yep. because Ooh. we thought Collingwood with the wet at the line yep. would have been good. Didn't need the line in the end of 34 and a half because they won by 40-something. So uh, we got the line by over 70 points. So that would have been the bet last week. So, I mean, if we can get 300 people signed up, that's $3,000. Hopefully, Sportsbet put a little bit of money have in. Have you found so, out yet? Have you asked the powers of B if we I would be – if we get that amount of money in, I'd imagine our betting would be somewhere around the $1,000 to $1,500 per bet. So it's, it's, it's a good-sized bet. And um, that's how it works. So uh, go to the site, have a look at it, find Nathan Brown's Punt Club on the site and sign up. Ten yep. bucks to play. We'll be sure to get that in a much more prominent uh, pace on the app, Nathan, uh, Brian there. Mm-hmm. Port Adelaide, Geelong. It's, it's under novelties at the moment. It's not yeah, a novelty, oh, but it is under novelty. It's, it's going to go up. We'll so get you a go little, to novelty, uh, you go to sports novelties, and then you go to Nathan Brown Punt Club. So like right the, next to the BBC sports personality. <laughs> It is like it's like cracking the Da Vinci Code trying to find that at the moment. But we'll get that on a much more prominent side on the app. It would be good, and that will be a lot of fun to to, uh, to be involved in all year. And then we'll put on some beers or something for the punters club after at the end at season's end, won't we? Brownie? We will. We certainly put on some be, beers and some steaks. Won't that be lovely? Port Adelaide oh. versus Geelong, Adelaide Oval Saturday night. We've got Port at a dollar fifty-two, Geelong at two dollars fifty-five. Oh. I don't mind this game. Oh, this is the game for me that I, I'm going to put uh, a little bit of time into with my uh, punting. I spent, uh, I reckon, about half an hour on this game. I like Port. They had a very average game last week, let's be honest. They, they were shit ass. They were very, very average. And that's you don't expect that from a, a Port side. They really defend first. Uh, their mids were quiet. Forwards, they're really missing Paddy Ryder, aren't they? It's mm. amazing. You, we talk about oh, Ruckman, are they any good? You can see now with Nick Nats and when you've got a side that hasn't got a Ruckman, how much it hurts him, especially forward if you've got Charlie Dixon not being able to kick goals. But I still think Port at home. Uh, $1.52. I'm not going to touch if it's under 1 to 39 or anything like that. Just then to win. 178.5 is the points. Oh, these sides can score goals. So that at at $1.90 over 178, I like. Hartlett, 20 plus, $1.62. Selwood, 25 plus, $1.28. Combine them, $7.25. I like it. Hartlett, he's been playing off halfback. He's the go-to player. With his legs, he can run, carry. He's a 70-metre player. So for him to have 20 plus $1.62 just by itself is nice. So put it all there together, $7.25. Adelaide, Saturday, 27 Degrees. No rain. No rain. No rain. It's unseasonably warm, isn't it, for this time of year? 27 degrees. Like Brian Harris, formerly now he's Brian Lake, (laughs) I have gone very hard on this game as well. I like Port Geelong. Like you, I've done most of my Mm. research around this game. Port Adelaide, Geelong, over 178. I agree with Brian there. So this is the same game multi. This is Mm. the same game multi. Port Adelaide, um, Geelong, over 178. I think Port will win the game. I think they'll win uh, by more than 11 points, which is the line. And then I think Joel Selwood, uh, he needs to step up because Ablett obviously not there. They've got some issues through the midfield at the moment. 
He'll get 30 plus this week at 250. So those three things, over 178, port at the line, sell with 30 plus, $12.50 for a same game multi. Wow. We've, wow, we've, you just blown me out the water. We pick Selwood every week for 30 plus disposals and he hasn't. Uh, this is where I will say, last week the betting was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. The possession bets, boys, are where we're, we're lacking. Do you agree that that is an area? Other than Rory Laird, who we've picked every week, you've, you've had Selwood in there most weeks. He's been no good. We've had Gibbs in there most weeks. He's been no good. Cade Simpson's been no good. Mark Murphy's been no good. There's a bit yeah. of a theme happening here. Oh, I've been stitched by Rockcliffe. I had him over 20 against uh, Brisbane. He had 19. Same with Lockie Neal. He had 29. I want him over 30. It is It is a touchy one. It's rough, but you can get value. You, you do get saw rewarded that. for the odds. Certainly. Well, so I did get 36 in round one, then 30, and he's had 29 and 27, so he's been very close to 30. Hey, I'll tell you what, Mike, is, is, gonna, is definitely harder than – Tipping possessions for a, a player is tipping the crowd, Nathan. Now, this is another Ooh. little project of you. Now, Brian, yes. since Brownie arrived a couple of years ago, he's sort of just like all superstars do. They mm. sort of roll in, don't really care much about it. For, but for some, he's obviously had a, he's had a rocket up the arse because the last three months he's just been a brainstorming machine, coming up with all these little projects and campaigns and mega bets. There must be a commission to it. <laughs> There's got to be something going on. <laughs> I reckon he might have just got a little two-star in his brain. I radio. genuinely... <laughs> Nathan lives. I genuinely enjoy the eight-hour work week that I do here at Sportsbet. <laughs> and in that eight-hour work week, I feel like I probably needed to come up with some ideas, some yep. fresh some fresh ideas, so I came up with them. And um, just to keep that eight-hour work yep. week, because uh, it is a, there's not a lot of time in here, not a lot of contact no. time. Hourly rate good cheap, is it? A, oh, the, I'd hate wow. to think what his hourly rate is. Wow. Hey, but crack the crowd, though. Do you want to talk, talk through it? Yeah, it is uh, – GWS St Kilda, so you've just got to pick the crowd number. You've got to pick what the crowd is going to be at that game. So Which for an example, if it's 17,742 people at that and that is what you select, that's what you win. In do- you get that in dollars. So wow. you get so you can get 17 grand. This is not like – so this is, Brian, obviously this competition has been running on – the AFL has been running it for years, but they, what, you get a couple of tickets to, the, yeah. to a game. 17,000. you a dollar for every – Yep. Person. So you've got to go to Facebook. Or our uh, Twitter handle and place your it's – it's obviously your first one, so you can't go and alter it because we've developed a system that can read that and figure <laughs> out that you <laughs> are bullshitting that. us. But, uh, yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be in your account on Monday if you get it. If it doesn't, oh. we will uh, look for bigger and better things later on in the season. So this is a bit of a test case. But, I mean, if you tip 15500 and it comes to 15500 you win that amount. Oh, that'd be a nice little uh, – you, 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 you picked a good game too for it. Well, I think, that's, not I pick think Brian, day. that might be the reason. <laughs> <laughs> Test case, Brian. <laughs> I'm surprised well, you didn't well, go have, local footy. I wasn't going to go Collingwood Essendon, was I? <laughs> well, do you have a crack now? Let's 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 put our – let's have our dips. I'm going to go with 14850. Oh, I'm going to go 17370. 16521. One. Let's there be honest, there'll be no bastard there. No, no, there's no, no. That's, well, that's what we're saying. We've gone very low. 14,000 is, is on the lower what end. So, the what time's the game? Saturday. Uh, that is at Saturday afternoon. So that's going to be on our Facebook and our Twitter, Instagram. Follow us on our social media platforms and get your answers free to play. You'd be mad not to have But it won't be on that. our social Instagram feeds until later in the day after the footy show tonight, I wouldn't have thought. 
Oh, okay. Well, because by the time this comes out, so yeah, we're, we're check launching on. it on the footy show. <laughs> well, we can launch a little bit earlier on on our platforms. Uh, Nathan Fremantle Bulldogs Optus Stadium is Saturday night. Freo a dollar sixty. Bulldogs two dollars. I reckon I can see a bit of a touch up coming here. Oh, I yep. can see a touch up coming for the dogs. Young mm. players travelling to Perth to Fremantle. If you've never travelled before, it's a long trip. And Fremantle are very good at home. They're playing good football. They were good against GWS last week. They got beaten late. Um, it was comfortably, but it was late. Fremantle, um, look, I'm going to take them at the line. It's 10 and a half. I think it gets the job done. I wouldn't yep. be surprised if Fremantle won this 40 plus. I'm not going to mm. bet on that. I'm not going to bet on 40 plus, but uh, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, the dog's got a touch up here. I'm just looking at the uh, the new app I've just downloaded here for the weather as well. So there's 90% chance of rain Saturday night at Perth. The line is uh, for the points is 160.5. So that's very low. Very, yeah, very low. But low. Fremantle have changed a little bit. They're scoring a little bit more this year, but got no confidence in touching yeah, that. Doing? They've been scoring okay. Oh, oh, I thought he said screwing. I screwing. thought, well, Jesus, no, was was they, they, they weren't allowed to talk about that. No, I've, were they, that incident? Hand. I've been a little bit crooked. It's been a tough week, guys. Come on, settle down. But uh, I thought there was a. Not, I thought there was like some sort of ga- gag order on <laughs> no. what happened over in Fremantle. Yeah. Well, the Gold Coast Suns have been over there for two weeks, so yeah. those boys would have been on. They would have done a fair bit of. Oh, they, but they were yeah, taken. They were cruelly taken out of the where the. The Gold Coast get the games, Commonwealth Games. You would have thought that would have been there would have been some mingling, Brian, between the Gold Coast players I'm not and the I'm surprised you didn't go up there and do something for sports bet up at the uh, the Commonwealth Games. But anyway, I'm old Humdog's go. going over to the World Cup. Well, yeah, I, that's yeah, the Russia. I did speak about this last week. Yeah. I said, and how I'm, the I'm, hell I'm, did I'm, you get I'm a told job? him to be very, very careful. There are a lot of very sexy women over in Russia that okay, probably ta- yeah. pay you a little bit more attention than, <laughs> than, than what you used to, and you you don't think you're going that well. Don't think you're going that well because you'll end up in a ditch somewhere because you won't be able to pay. Well, I've, no. I've, well, I've, if they want to come, they might just want to come over for a little a life just in remember, Australia. There's a six foot six Russian bloke yeah. sitting with a chiselled chin in a car somewhere with his sights on you as well. Ah, so I was thinking that more they they line you up to for a ticket over to Australia and then as soon as you land, she says, "I'm just going to the toilet." And you wait at the airport, and she's gone. See, he, he, in this up. day and age, though, Brandon, we're sort of judging that. He does like women, so we, we shouldn't really judge that. Mm. What do you well, does. Anyway, we'll go on to the Frio Dogs game. I've seen him with a girl before. Oh, okay, that's yeah. right. Yeah. So was, oh, John was with a woman before as well. <laughs> um, Jackson McRae. I think there's a few. Yep. Deaths Get this and taxes is guaranteed, and McRae to have 30-plus is guaranteed. Has had it every game so far this year at yep. $1.40. Frio, Frio just for the win, $1.60, and the Bont. For twenty plus, he's only at a dollar twenty-two. So I don't mind that. Combine that, three dollars sixty. I don't mind that sort of region. Yeah. I think that's. I reckon that's. That's an easy right one. in your hidden zone. This three dollars sixty same game multi. To be honest with you, them last to be honest week. with you, that's free money. There you go. Ooh, money for and you learnt a new saying today as well, Brian. Didn't you? Yeah, I, I thought it was money for jam. I thought that's the saying, but you've come up with another one. What well, I it? didn't come up with it. Money for old rope is yeah, old, is, old is rope. The same. Yeah. I mean, money for jam is. Hey, uh, North Melbourne Hawthorne Eddie had Sunday afternoon. North Melbourne two dollars seventy five Hawthorne. Just surprising a few. In fact, I mean, you'd think now the, the top eight is probably a lock. They've turned top around, four, haven't they? Potentially, it's probably a bit early to be saying the top eight's a lock. I would have thought. Yeah, they've, they've had a few wins, but uh, what have they turned around after, was it the mid-season buy last year where they've yep. started the season off very averagely and yep. then now they've just hit their straps. <laughs> I told you, mate, I didn't pass year 12, so my English is not great. 
Let's listen to your promo again. Can we no, listen to your not, promo again? We're not going again? through that. We'll, we'll have a, a crack at saying North figure have, or two North have been on. impressive. I think a lot of people have picked them to finish 18th this year, but they've been competitive. You wouldn't expect there was so much change on their list. Mm. Those kids now are playing football and they're playing, I guess, to the, the structure of the, what the coach wants. For me, I still think the Hawks, with injuries, Poppy out, Cyril out, I still think the Hawks, 1-39 to at $2.20. And the line again for the points. I know this is where we hit our mark last week, so I'm still yep. going with it Good. this week. 190.5. That is a lot of scores. For me, I'm liking that unders. So the Hawks, 1 to 39, 220. Under 190.5 points, another dollar ninety. You're looking at 420. Oh, 420. For two what legs, 420. I'm happy with that. Where are you at this point? I don't mind it. I don't mind it. Um, I'd be staying away from Tom Mitchell's possessions this week. Yeah. Benny who Jacobs. Ta- who sat on him last week? Oh, I had a bit, a li- little bit of uh, Nate Jones ran around with him a yeah. bit. Um, but I reckon Ben Jacobs, who is your genuine tagger, will go to Tom Mitchell, and so I'd stick away. Now, what I will say is that you got the two best first goal scorers um, from last year playing in this game. Ben Brown seven bucks. Luke Bruce ten dollars. Luke Bruce has already kicked it a couple of times. Uh, this year, at least once, I, I'm pretty sure of. So I'm going to take Ben Brown at $7 and Luke Bruce at $10. So I think it's a double play, and hopefully that one of those guys kicks. Uh, so they're pretty big prices, 7 and 10 Um I'm going to stay out of the head-to-head because I like North Melbourne and I do like the way Hawthorne are playing. So um, I think this is a 50-50. It, Maybe a 60-40 game. I'm leaning towards Hawthorne. I'll probably tip Hawthorne, but I wouldn't be surprised if North Melbourne win. No, they've got a good record against the Hawks, mm. North. Yeah, they've, they've touched him up side. a couple of times. Uh, was it? Uh, I think it was two years ago. Really got him into physically as well in North Arabia at the Chocolates. Uh, but times have changed. Times have changed. The personnel have changed as well. But um, I still think the Hawks, that they just keep producing. Brownie, what's under your what, – what's got you yeah. hot under the collar – this week, you do, you do seem a little bit more calm and measured and to the point where I think perhaps there is not even a ramp prepared. Hey, no, don't, instant sweat on the forehead there. Don't be silly. Don't be silly. Oh, you've got one. I do. I do. And it's aimed at the media and I'm part of the media, but um, I reckon there's so much interest around players and uh, the media – I want the negative part of it. Like everybody talks about, oh, um, everybody tries to pass themselves off as nice guys in the media, like uh, whether it's – but they all bay for blood. They all want blood. And Jake Lever hasn't had the best start to his career at Melbourne. Let's let's be honest. He's not playing great football. His foot skills aren't great. Um, But people just want to knock him. People want to say, Jake Lever, you you should go back to the twos. Jake Lever, you're not worth what they're paying for you. They absolutely – want to give it to him. These same people in six weeks' time when Jake Lever's um, the number one intercept mark in the competition again, they'll be the same guys saying, how good's Jake Lever going? Great decision from Melbourne. And it's these people we need to stamp out of the media, even even uh, assassinate maybe. Oh, kill. But, you want uh, him killed. Uh, well, there's, there's a lot of ways you could talk about assassination. Like killing is, is one of them. But I, I, don't want to kill, I don't want to kill people. I just want to get, get rid of them. Um, put him in a dark hole. There's a lot of mines out in the back of Bendigo so where I'm from. Yeah. There is. So my you, auntie so, fell down one. So a little bit of torture. Okay. Did, did, she, did, did she get out? Uh, yeah. Okay. She was, she was 13, fell down a mine in Bendigo. Um, wow. And the interest around – Carlton have got extraordinary <laughs> – Story time, please. Carlton have got extraordinary injuries, right? Carlton are a young side. Yet 
everybody wants to absolutely give it a cow. And we've moved away from Collingwood as the story that maybe we can sack Nathan Buckley to now the story is can we sack Brendan Bolton? Now, they're a young list. He's a young coach. He's got another 12 months grace, I reckon. Um, I just think that the media these days is just so quick to just want to absolutely give it to somebody that you got to realise that let's talk about the game a bit more. Talk about why or what they need rather than just, just carte blanche say, no, nah, they're no good. This is They need to be sacked or they need to move them on. Try and come up with some ideas around it. That's the point. There's more accredited media people than there are AFL players. So they've got to stay. Is that an actual fact? It is. Really? Yeah, don't let the truth get in the way of a good story, but I'm pretty sure it was. <laughs> it's just people, when you've got so much, you've got, you got podcasts, you've got TV, you've got radio, people have got to come up. up with something outrageous so that they're in the paper and everyone recognises them. And unfortunately, I think that's what happens. Everyone just a little bit of look at me, look at me sort of style, and they just want to be the guy that just hits them between the eyes first. So then it's because it's media, it's a little bit and a fair bit about yourself. Brownie, do you absolve yourself of ever doing what you've just ranted about? Uh, yeah, of course I do. What I do enjoy though, and you're allowed to have an opinion, yep. you're allowed to have an opinion. Like the the media people that just say Jake Lever is no good, why would they get him there? I'll go to Danny Frawley's little incident this week where he said Luke Hodge, and he had a reason why he didn't think Luke Hodge should be playing. Now, he's been absolutely caned by the Brisbane Lions, and it was quite good radio. It was funny. Um, Told him to stick to being a clown. But what Spud did have as a coach was an idea of what he should be doing and, and why he's not doing it at the moment. So I don't mind it like that when you've actually got a point and, and it's and it's a valid point and it's a, about a senior player like Luke Hodge who can handle it. When you're having a crack at Jake Lever who's only three or four years in the game or a Carlton list who you've got um, probably 70% of the club 21 and under, Oregon's just a bit harsh. Here's a question for both of you. You both obviously played AFL. Do you, do you, is it – and they you hear the, they've got the company line play I don't. I don't read the internet. I don't read the newspapers. Does does the, those stories get back to you as a player? And do does it affect you? Like, does it start if you've if you've got for whatever reason you've got the media coming after you for a little bit? I'm sure you both over your, over your careers had times when the media was coming hard at you. Does it affect you? Does it does it do you, is it the first thing you wake up you think about and you're like shit? I got to go through this again today. Depends what sort of person you are, I reckon. Um, and you know me, I'm very easy going, and not a lot bothers me. But I know, I play with players who. If that sort of uh, criticism came to him midweek or in the papers, you, you may as well have said, yeah, goodbye. You're not going give, to give us anything this week. You know what I mean? Gilby. That's some, what trying to say. Some, some, players, <laughs> some players are mentally weak and it does get to them. And, uh, I don't think it's about being mentally weak, though. If you've got, if you've got newspapers writing story yeah, after mentally story Mentally weak is a poor you. word in, in this day and age. Um, but players who can't pick themselves up yep. and ignore the outside world and – be self-starters. They're the sort of players. And um, I play with a guy called Richard Tambling who copped it more than oh, most because oh, of Lance Franklin. Geez. But he went into his shell when it did happen and I don't think we saw the best of him because of it. You get some players that they dwell on the negatives too much and that's what you're talking about. They just yeah. can't get out of that hole. I went through that balance of early 2000s where you just had no media. We have we have wins, we get on the, on the piss and then – that was just the way it was. You didn't mm. have all that media and scrutiny. Where now, this day and age, it been 30, you still look at it. You still look at it after the game because you want positive reinforcement because you don't get it really at home from the wife. You don't get positive reinforcement. <laughs> you don't get positive 
positive reinforcement back at the footy club when you, you look <laughs> at the edits and you've got to do this better, you've got to do that better. So people look for it. They get it from their family, but on social media every now and then you wouldn't mind it. I used to love nothing more than getting on the piss after you played. Oh, oh how good was it? Was it? it through from park footy, I assume, all the way through to the elite stuff. It's changed a bit now. now. Oh. It's changed a bit now. But back when we played... Uh, probably yeah. even towards mid 2000s, you could still go out and absolutely get on the piss. There, there was nothing yeah. better. We rocked up. We used to do. Brandon Alice reeked the piss on the Sunday footy show <laughs> Sunday morning. <laughs> we used to do recover- he had a good one. We used to do recover at MSAC on the Monday morning. Every time everyone comes off a breath, all you can smell is bourbon and coke. Mm. And that, you just don't get that anymore. How do they do it now? Would Brandon Alice, would he just been had to have been at a house? To, if, if no, you I reckon, they, the I reckon they get out. It's just that they've got a – they had a long break, so they played – they don't play till Tuesday night, so it would have been so an opportunity for the boys to go off. out and have a few beers, I reckon, which you need. Yeah, next game. Now, <laughs> thankfully for you, Brown, I'm tipping the reason it never affected you is you hold yourself in such high regard that oh. no matter what was written about you or said about you in a negative way, you just never could have believed it. Uh, it's a fair point, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, Brisbane Gold Coast – the Gabba Sunday, the Q Clash, they call this one. Brisbane, a dollar seventy-eight. Gold Coast, two dollars and five. This is a, this is a tough betting game here. I can't bet in this one. I just I look at that. And Brisbane got smashed last week. Gold Coast got smashed last week. I, uh, it is a toss of the coin. If you are betting on this game, you're wasting your money. Mm. I spent a little bit of time in this ten minutes. I just thought. Gold Coast, as we talked about, been over interstate for two weeks, been on Tinder in other people's beds or hotel beds, so they've had a good time. They've come home, not mummy's boys, but it's a plus and minus line for one of the. That's another podcast. Four? They're four? Yeah, four. I go four. They've, four thought. They're Eight back at they're back at home having mum's meals and in their own bed. So I think they're going to be a little bit happier. Geez, the Suns were average, weren't they? They're going to get a rocket by uh, the coach during the week. I still, I'm still touching this game. Gold Coast two dollars five out of a two horse race here. I know it's not at home; it's up in Brisbane, but I don't mind that. The unders of 181.5. These two sides aren't going to score. They can't defend, but I don't think they can score either. And Steph Martin has been really good to oh, me last week, yep, especially he was. twenty plus at a dollar twenty two. So his odds are dropping because he's been consistent with that. Combine those three, you're looking at five seventy five. There we go. But what happened to Brisbane? Because they've been going all right. And last week was one of the most insipid performances of football that I've seen in my time as a well, so- AFL players. Don't play in those conditions a lot. Um, particularly players who are from Brisbane and spend a lot of their time up there. They wouldn't have even trained in that. Richmond, yeah, they would have trained in that a little bit, but uh, yeah, they wouldn't have been prepared for that weather and, and it just got the better of them. And that's what shows sides in those conditions who's well-structured mm. and skill level as well. So when it's wet weather and you've got Richmond's press coming in, they understand the gap control and where to position – you're just going to annihilate younger sides that haven't got that experience. Yes, you've got Lukey Hodge that's been 20-odd disposals and shifting guys and do this, do that, but you need all 17 other guys to be able to contribute to that, and they, they just got exposed in that way. And sometimes after a couple of close games, your backside just falls out in one game, and that was them on the weekend. New game, a new game in the fixture, Mel- Anzac Eve, Melbourne versus Richmond. I think last week was the first, was that last year? It's been there a while. Last yeah. year was the first, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, no, it's all right. Yeah, I wouldn't call it a new one. Yeah. Melbourne, $2.65. Yeah. No. Thank you, Hammer. <laughs> Richmond, $1.49. Wow. Your money on Richmond here, boys? Yeah, I like Richmond. Uh, Melbourne, same sort of thing with, uh, with St Kilda. There's just no consistency in effort and they've been touted as a top eight side, but they're producing pox at the moment. So for me, Richmond's still 1-39. to 39. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. Uh, sitting at 2-10 for that. 
Michael Hibbard, 20 plus. Oh, he didn't. Brownie, he, he didn't. Jeez, you made a song and dance about him. You pin. said he was going yeah. <laughs> to step up for you and he he's let you down. 20 plus, he's $1.28. And then the overs. We keep harping. 176.5. Both sides can score at the MCG. Saturday night, that's the. Oh, not sorry. Tuesday night might be the only issue because of the weather. I haven't got the weather update for the Tuesday night. So over 176.5, you're looking at 625. Do you like these same game multis? I do, yeah. Given you hit three of them last week. I don't go over the top where you get your your dollar twenties and you go four or five of them. If you can just get that value five, six, four dollars <laughs> with only three legs in that same game multi, little twenty you're sheets right. on that, and you're away. Yeah. Look, games involving Melbourne are hard to, to bet in yeah. because. You don't know what they're going to do. They could be brilliant one week and they could be bloody awful. They were brilliant against Hawthorne early and they were bloody awful for the second half. And betting against all four aside like that is hard work. But what you can count on is Richmond will do the same thing every week with the structure they come with. So um, Richmond, I think at the line, Richmond 13 and a half is a pretty good bet. They've won their last, I think it's 11 in a row at the MCG. They've got an extraordinary record at the MCG. So they love it there. I don't think they can be beaten there. I'm with you, Brian, um, the over and unders. Yep. But I would be waiting until closer to the game. If it's 176 at the moment, that line will move. But keep an eye on the weather. And 30 or more disposals, Dustin Martin, $2.25. He spent a lot of time forward last week. He won't spend that much time forward against Melbourne. He'll still roll through the middle. So $2.25, Dustin Martin, 30 disposals is, uh, is a pretty good bet for me. You feel confident as well when you're Dusty Martin and you have Bernie Vince on Fox saying, I oh, don't know how to stop this guy. I don't know what his weaknesses are. You've just got a leg up already, I would have thought. Six goals last week, three votes. He'd be on nine Brownlow votes for the year, you would have thought, well, at least. Collingwood, so. Essendon, Anzac Day, the big one. This is And this is I, – I can't remember. I, I'd be lying if I said I knew how close it was last year. But uh, $1.81 to Essendon, $2. That's about as close as you'll get in bookie parlances, Brian. Where is your money in this one? Yeah, I haven't done too much here. Uh, same thing with a lot of sides at the moment. I know it's only round five we're going into, but consistency of effort it hasn't been there for both sides. Do you see Collingwood be bad out produce what they did against Adelaide again? <laughs> I don't know. Essendon as well. Been great. Inconsistent. God. Andy McGrath, though. 20 plus disposals. $1.57. I think yep. he, I like he is a fantastic player. He's that guy that run and carry. I still I still think Essendon will win this game. They're paying $2 at the moment. That's going to change because we are still sort of six days away. So you can buy on those two, $3.20. Having a look at the Anzac Day medal, and there's prices galore here to have a look at. Still side bottom, $7. Trelaw, 9 Pendlebury, 10 So three Collingwood players as the favourites. It's been a medal that's been won by players um, over the years, and they've been a bit of a surprise. Remember Mark McGough won yeah, it? Yeah, on debut. On yeah, debut. Yeah, Zaharakis won it as a young player. Like, you wouldn't be surprised yep. if Zaharakis won it now, but you were surprised back then. When he won it, um, Paul, Paul Seedsman, Paul Medhurst. Oh. So players that you wouldn't think that would have won one have won mm. one. Now, I'm going to have a look through, and I like your man that you mentioned, Andrew McGrath, because I reckon he's just about ready to have a really cracking yep. game through the midfield. So Andrew McGrath is at $41. Oh, oh there we go. I'm writing that oh. one down. I also like Tom Phillips at 41 because he's been racking up disposals in the middle of the ground. So uh, Tom Phillips, $41 through the middle. I reckon they're the value. Multi-time, boys. Now, Brian, you, you had a multi last week, bombed out first leg, allegedly. 
You put a, you changed it and put a new one on. Well, I'm, I'm didn't happy, tell anyone. I'm, happy, you said I'm happy to take a screenshot of it, and uh, I can you can post it on your socials as well. But yeah. I did after the Friday night's game. There's nothing worse. It's like when you put a quaddy on the horses oh, and you're at the leg. first leg. You're like, what do I do now? Killer. So I thought, oh, I'm going to fix this because I was very confident in those yep. lines that I did put produce. So I went again with my multi five legs. So I went GWS to win, Sydney to win, and I threw West Coast in to beat the Gold Coast. So they all come up. And with those uh, points under, which is the Richmond, Brisbane, North Carlton. So, yes, I missed out on that one, but I put another 20 on this and I was able to get 642. So I made, made myself a nice. Yeah, you've had a real good bucks. week on the punt. Yeah, it's what'd been you, good. Where'd you spend the money on? Um, well, at you the moment, been, and, you couldn't have bought another uh, little stylus. No, at the moment, more money's been spent on antibiotics to fix the infection in my hand. And as you can probably hear, my yeah. nasal issue at the moment Not as well. well. So I've been spending a bit of time at home getting uh, recouping myself. But what I'm going to be doing is, though, when I leave this place, is I'm going to go to KFC and get myself some hot, hot and spicy. spicy chicken. It's back. I know right. you love it. <laughs> I can see the stains on your oh, top, mate. It, it is. It is the Nathan. Oh, when well, you were a kid, go. didn't you? No, you I love hot and spicy. I didn't know it was gone though. Well, go. So this is what happens. Oh, it, you fed it, bastards. I don't really it, go to... Uh, it disappears. Uh, oh, it, it disappears. And <laughs> <laughs> Jim. The pop up. You were Jim boxing at Elwood Park. No, it goes and it, it disappears and then it comes back. So if you are why, just... Why, if why you does are, it disappear? I, I don't, I don't Nathan, it is the... I, I had no idea and nothing angers me more in this world than why when a fast food outlet gets onto a good thing, mm-hmm. do they cruelly strip it away from you? It's, like Game, of, it's like Game of Thrones. Just wait for another. You have to wait 12 months yeah, for the next season. So, what it does is just builds up and builds up a couple of months beforehand. When it comes out, everyone's just all over it. Yep. So, if you are listening wherever you're in the commute home or you're driving past the KFC, pull in and just get yourself a little three piece feed. What, have you got a multi this week? I do have a multi. Fremantle at the line, 10.5 to beat the dogs into Richmond at the line to beat Melbourne. That's 13.5. And since we've been doing the podcast, Sydney's line's gone from 17.5 to 18.5 against Adelaide. I'm going to take that. If that line got over 20, I would have to say maybe not. Well, right. I'm loving my total points. So I've got yep. the North Hawks game under 190 points. The Brisbane Gold Coast game under 181.5. Melbourne, Richmond over 176. Put them in. Just yep. three legs. Three legs. $6.85. Oh, there we go. Oh. Very juicy there. Just the put this into your retirement fund. Leave this sports bet account. Your wife can't find it. No. <laughs> We're not condoning anything like that. Now, before yes, we do go, Brian, it's, it's story time. It's so a favourite part of the podcast. Now, I hope I, that you're just a little bit prepared than Randy was before well, his rant. I did have something for last week, and we talk about – I wanted to bring up last week about biting. Now, we had the uh, Conor, yep. uh, Conor McKenna, his name was, wasn't it, from, yep. uh, from Essen, they got done for biting. Now, it's not the first time someone should have got reported for biting. His name was Daniel Jiren Sir- Syracuse. There was one mad Monday back in Brownie's day. Oh, mini teeth. Mini teeth. Where Rock he, up. Where he, he Why thought, has he actually got small yeah, teeth? He got really small. Like baby teeth. Like well, he, he got we're, in a, we're in a taxi once and we're really pissed. And <laughs> he's he, he gets angry when he's pissed. Uh, really? Danny G. And he was telling Italian. Murph. That Greek. he was the ugliest person he'd ever seen. Yeah, uh, Murph, you, 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 you're an ugly, ugly person, Not far Murph. Off. You're, you're, I've never seen anyone as ugly as you. Look at your head, and Murph said, "At least I don't eat rocks for a living. Have a look at your teeth." <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, Brownie organised Mad Monday at one of his Richmond hotels. I think he must have got commission. I think oh, of course hotel, he did. Which I think is now the sporting. You know, you know he does that here, right? Yeah. We have we have functions, and they're always just at, at Brownie's pubs. Yeah. So yeah which one do you own now? Are. Which one do you own now? No, we sold them. Oh, you sold them. All. <laughs> okay. All Drink of our up. functions are there. So Brownie decides let's start something on Mad Monday, and he designed a game where we just decided to hold people. You got to bear hug them, and he someone would come behind, grab the pockets of the people's jeans. And rip the pocket so the people would near on have their ass hanging out. So <laughs> does it rip was, the pocket off or it rips the whole? No, it just rips the pocket off. You can see some ass sometimes. Yeah. So <laughs> our next target was Daniel Jr. Sy- Syracuse. So he, I've had to sort of grab him while another player has just gone bang and ripped that. My shoulder now through a top. I was able. G was able with his small teeth <laughs> cut through my top, launch on my arm, and I'll bruise me stubborn. So I didn't let go. Shoulder got infected. I was in hospital for two days. I think it was on the well, Thursday. Well, like a Raiders type setup. Yes, on an IV drip because of Daniel Jerry Syracuse's bite. So that, he cost me <laughs> he cost me a couple of weeks. So I was pretty cool <laughs> for a couple, couple of weeks. of drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Fair to say the wife as well. She got suspended out of my bedroom for two weeks of biting. Um, <laughs> but also on that Mad Monday. explain that to the dark? But also on that Mad Monday, we Bye might have spiked a player's drink as well with Viagra. And nine months later, he had twins. Ooh. There you go. Mm. So model. it was an interesting, interesting Mad how, Monday. I didn't think that's how Viagra worked. In fact, I thought it would have the opposite effect. Well, we had Nude Hour. We had Nude Hour, so this guy was... I've got a cracking story about Nude Hour for next week. Next <laughs> oh, week. Okay. A lot of, lot right, of dicks We're going to save that out. one for next week. On that note, we are out of here. Please subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, whatever. If you're an Android user, I'm not even sure how you listen to it. But uh, whatever way, subscribe, rate, review. As always, gamble responsibly. Mm-hmm.